Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Nice cock! Nice cock! Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast, reporting live from Hurricane Central at the Hobo Fish Camp. Here, let me let me go out here. I'll give you a little. It's not raining. You might be able to hear some of the wind if I come out here. It's kind of eerie though. The clouds, pretty high clouds. See now, now the wind's gonna call, make me look like. Oh, here we picking up a little bit. Picking up a little bit. Oh, my God. It's coming out of the north now. Oh, my God. I did my best, uh, JR, from uh, WWE impersonation. Oh, my God. It's the winds coming out of the north. No. If you were born and raised in Florida and you made a big deal about this goddamn storm, you need your Florida card revoked. You need to be kicked out of the state. Walked right to the fucking Florida Georgia line. Not the band. Hell, you know what? We can make it all ceremonial and have Florida Georgia line playing you right out. But this was bullshit. You know what this is? These news stations, local, national, they're all like, oh my God, guys, guys, guess what? Guess what? We got a story that's not COVID-19 related. So we're going to run with it, even though it's just a tropical depression. I don't even know if it's a tropical storm anymore. The fucking rain has been outside of the shoreline. You know how bad that storm was? They landed two astronauts. They haven't had a splashdown in the water in fucking decades. Yes, it was on the other side of the state, but that's how much of a pussy this storm was that they just landed those bitches just right on the other side of the state like it was nothing. Speaking of that, I'm going to have my buddy Patrick. Patrick was in the Air Force. Patrick is a big NASA fan and even one of the biggest Bub Army guys that you could ever think of. And I'm going to have him on. We're going to talk about the uh, SpaceX capsule landing safely into the uh, Gulf of Mexico. I I, I got a little nervous there, but I will tell you, and I'm sure, oh, Tuttle, you're pussy. Space program's a waste of money. No, it's not, people. It's really not. It's it's very, very important. Because if you rule the skies, you pretty much have the upper hand. Everybody talks about in warfare having the higher ground. What is higher than space? If you control space, you have the higher ground of the whole world. That's why it's important. And Elon Musk, and for you Republicans, the ones that want to talk about immigrants coming in here, yes, Elon did it correctly. Elon did it legally. But immigrants do add to the wealth, the power, the technology, the education, and history. They all have something to do with it. So Elon's one of those examples that you need to be like, yes, these are the type of immigrants we want in here. We don't want the fucking uh, Los Zeta. Uh, you know what? I'm going to take that out. I ain't even mentioning these Mexican cartels because these fuckers will roll up in American territory and, and kill you. They'll murk you. Yes, 
trying to get hard, trying to be cool, trying to get everybody in. I want all races listening to that, and I'm I'm changing up the league lingo. Yes, they murked that fool. They would murk me all day. They would murk me all day. Now, I want to talk about something. So yesterday, it was one of those days I had a lot of my friends come over. My mom and dad did not come outside. Mom and dad stayed inside the whole time. I was outside with my friends. The goddamn wind was blowing 20, 30 miles an hour. So I don't think any of us got the COVID. Well, my friend Howard, I'm going to have to have a talk. That's becoming a serious issue, guys. My two best friends, Howard and Derek, the two dudes that I grew up with, spent every goddamn day of the summer at the Springs, in DeLeon Springs with them, stayed over at Derek's house, stayed at Howard's house, played football over across the street in the in the uh, field right by the DeLeon Springs State Park every day. And I can't get these two to talk. I've given them numbers, they've exchanged, and they refuse just to even say it. send a text and say, hey, what's up, dude? Anyways, I digress. Howard came over. Howard came over with his, his children. Like, Howard is taking care of his sister's kids. Uh, and they're his kids. Like, swear to God, Howard, I, I have to commend them. They are... African-American, they're minority, and living in the South, it's it's difficult, but Howard handles it so well. I don't even know how he does it, and it's not even because they're, they're minorities. No, get, dude, I can barely take care of myself. I'm not saying Howard's in that position, but fuck me, man. The dude took on a lot of responsibility, and he had he had kids of his own as well. So. The guy, I got to commend him. So he came over. Now I'll get to the reason why I brought that up. So now Colton, my friend Colton and Richie came over. Now, I'm still friends with Colton. We don't talk as much because we want to be respectful. We're not going to hang out all the time. We're not going to put pictures on social media because we don't want to piss people off. Don't want to upset anybody. And that's just out of respect. We're not saying people would get pissed off, but it's just a respect thing. But I see him. I go over once every three months to go see my my shrink. I get to see Dr. Chiramani, get my meds. I'm not on any of the psychotropic stuff, people. But I get my med. Then I come home. But I do see Colton when I'm in town once every three months. And he came over this weekend. Great time. Now, I've been living here at the Hobo Fish Camp for a while. That's what I like to call it. Now, I'm not saying I'm an angel. I know that I'm not saying that I've not done drugs. I've done a lot of hard drugs. I smoke pot right now, and I don't drink. What the fuck? So if he's going to go around because I've been hearing from people that the guy that's running the place... He's going around and telling people, oh, the, the only reason Patrick's allowed in the park because of his mom and dad. Well, um, John, I don't appreciate you going around and telling people I'm a drug addict. But I haven't talked to the guy in almost three motherfucking years. Have not talked to him. I got all my friends over, hanging out, 
having a great time. Nobody is doing anything wrong at all. And the guy that runs the park pulls up in his Jeep. Patrick. Now, keep in mind, I've not talked to him for three years. Uh, your, your, uh, your company has to leave at five. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, can, can I ask, can I ask why he wouldn't give me a They They just have to be out of here by five. Now, I wasn't going to argue. I was not going to start stuff because I wanted to be respectful to my parents. I told my dad, dad was not happy. It's like, I've been here for over a decade. All the goddamn rent that I pay on a monthly basis here. And he wanted to bitch about that. And guess what? People, nobody left early. But I had an ace up my sleeve. I Oh, I swear to God. And I'm not claiming that this is the reason why he asks. But if you're, if you're just going to tell me I'm not allowed to have people visiting after 5 p.m., If you do call the cops because they're here past five, you know what I'm going to say? Because you kind of back me into a corner. And when you back a desperate person into a corner, they do desperate things. I just find it fishy that he wants my friends and family that are visiting when there are African-American children fishing here. Kids that have never fished in their goddamn life and I'm teaching them how to fish. The, the kids, Howard's kids, caught uh, two flounders, a mangrove. Oh, dude, wish I would have gotten on camera, but everybody thinks I'm a poser fisherman. Colton's friend Richie was out here, and I tried to show him. I said, here, fill proof way. I fish out here all the time. I, I Dude, it was not even a live shrimp. I took a rotten piece, dirty ass shrimp, put it on a circle hook, threw it out there. Opened up the bail, kept my finger on the line. I felt that first little bump, let the line go, dropped the head of the pole, closed the bail, and snatched it. And I pulled in a 13-inch mangrove, all with under a minute. Got it under a minute. And I, I, I really did call my shot, and it was pretty impressive. Because I don't get a lot of those opportunities in my life where I can actually look like I know what I'm doing. And it just worked out perfectly. It does. Fishing is a lot of luck. And you know, people, people think that poker is a lot of luck. But it's also skill as well as fishing. You can give yourself better odds to win, but just because you throw something out there, doesn't mean you're going to catch a fish every single time. And I don't want you to think I'm claiming that the guy that runs this park is racist. No, he's not. I'm just saying I'm only putting two and two together. It's never been a problem. And don't give me the bullshit. Oh, the, the storm's coming. This storm might be the biggest bullshit storm we've ever had. I know I've already talked about it, but people were just sick and tired of talking about COVID-19 or or the Epstein thing with all the former presidents going to pedophile island. It, it just does not make sense. So everybody wanted this distraction. Nobody roots for a natural disaster. This was like right there borderline where, oh, tropical storm. Now, yeah, tropical storms can drop a lot of rain. But if you're a Floridian, that shit does not bother you. 
The only time Floridians take it serious is when it gets to like a Cat 3. A Cat 3 like Hurricane Charlie in the early 2000s. Yeah, that was no joke. Tore a lot of shit up. Now, three, four, five, yes, they take it serious. But anything below that, Floridians just, yeah, it's like, you know, you get tourists that come here to the state of Florida. They see the bugs, the lizards, the alligators we have here. Do you want to know what Floridians, that's why so many Floridians die from alligator attack. I mean, I, I, I'm making it seem like there's a lot, but that's why you see a lot of Floridians because they just live with them. Seeing a gator is second nature, and you really don't, you're like, oh, fuck you, gator. Uh, you want some gator? Gator. Gator. Don't start none. There won't be none, gator. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. We don't worry about the gators, mosquitoes, palmetto bugs, all the shit, the, the humidity. You just, you adapt it. And I think the Floridians are some of the hardiest people that you're going to find anywhere in the nation. In the United States, it's it's just facts, people. And before I go to break and I get to my interview with my buddy Patrick, who used to be in the Air Force, that is a big NASA space program, United States pro- space program nerd. He knows everything about it, and he's going to discuss it with me here in a few. But I know I complain about social media sometimes. It's great. Some of the stuff that trends... It drives me fucking crazy. But I got to mark out to this one. Because if it was not for social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, I would have never seen this tomato that this woman, I got to find out exactly where it is. She picked this tomato and I swear to God, you you think I'm going to be like on some DMT or acid like fucking Joe Rogan? Go to my Twitter account, twitter.com slash Tuttle. Go to my media section and you'll see the tomato. It looks like Larry Legend. Looks like Larry fucking Bird. The legend from the Celtics, the dead-eyed dick when it came to three-point. Dude won a three-point competition in his warm-up tearaways. Did not even bother to take off his tearaway or his tracksuit on the top. And still, he drained, he needed to drain the last rack in that three-point contest. Hit them all. And you know what he did? Moneyball was not even at the top of the arc. And he already had his hand up like, all right, going to keep it up live. Going to keep it up high. That's how badass Larry Bird was. And this fucking tomato that they found is the baddest tomato of all time. I don't know how you can preserve a tomato. I don't know if you can like wax it or or put some coating over the top of it. But that that tomato that looks like Larry Legend has to be preserved. Go to my Twitter account, twitter.com slash Tuttle or my Facebook, facebook.com slash Tuttle or instagram.com slash Tuttle. Be back in a few minutes with my interview with Patrick, former Air Force military guy to talk NASA's space program. Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash pedal on the radio. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. 
All right, welcome back, guys. I had this guy, a friend that I met, True Bubba Army, big fan of Bubba the Love Sponge, and I met him. We talk a lot about space. He actually came down to Volusia County and watched when the when we sent the last two astronauts up into space for the first time in almost a decade. And today we actually got to see them come back to earth and i wanted to have my buddy patrick on patrick what's going on how you doing buddy it's out here grilling oh yeah what are you cooking uh steaks what are you what are you cooking tonight i got steaks uh baked potato and lobster going on right now yeah how are how are things up in uh georgia uh they're doing pretty good i mean it's like a you know uh moderate showers in the evenings um hot <laughs> humid yeah, I was reading a news story that somebody robbed a, a, a person of their brand new puppy that they just bought in Centennial Park in fucking Atlanta today. Yeah, that's some crazy jacked shit. Jacked them straight up, jacked them with a gun and took their puppy. Yeah. God damn it. Uh, you would have jacked me, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so, but I want to I want to get back onto what we were talking about now. So, what is the significance about what we accomplished today? Everybody was like, you know, a lot of people look at space, oh, we've been there. But, you know, me growing up here in Central Florida, the space program is very important to me and and it it's just it's just interesting to see them do this type of stuff now. Yeah, it, it's so crazy because uh, uh, the, the space shuttle, space shuttle uh, used to have like had so many buttons and everything. It was just pretty much like a, you know, an old school cockpit airplane compared to today's, you know, touchscreen, uh, touchscreen autonomous technologies where, you know, the shit can just fly itself back to Earth by itself, really. Now, I could be wrong. So when they're coming in those capsules, a lot of people don't realize this. The space shuttle was not flying under power when it would come back into orbit. It was actually gliding. Now, you can glide a shuttle, but with that capsule, you're pretty much along for the ride once you hit you hit that gravity. Right. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about flying back, you know, all these procedures like you just got like a, you know, splash down. You let everything happen based on the Earth's atmosphere, let the atmosphere cushions you down. Yeah, that's weird, man. You know, it's like it, 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 it blows my mind that all the friction and heat when you're coming back into orbit, what causes that, though? I know it's uh, the atmosphere. Right, yeah, the atmosphere, the ionosphere, um, uh, pretty much coming back in from the vacuum of space, like you, you're coming back down to pressure altitude uh, versus uh, no pressure, no air, you know, no uh, medium to uh, slow you down from space, yeah, you know, gravitational forces of Earth, and when when they're they're actually orbiting, they're actually falling on a trajectory path. They're actually it's actually falling back toward Earth, but at the speed they're going, it keeps them just aloft in orbit. And when you just fire your little retro rockets to come back, 
You can slow you gotta, yourself down. You got to get that pull. You got to get right. you got to get close enough where it starts pulling you back in. Right. Yeah. And these guys are coming back in. The outside temperature of that uh, capsule was around 8,500 degrees Fahrenheit, yeah, and cool 85 degrees inside. You know, it's it's funny, and I don't understand how we have an advanced technology-wise more, because everybody remembers Apollo 13, the movie. That that long wait when they had to go into radio darkness, and uh-huh. goddamn it, it's 2020, and we still got to deal with that bullshit still. Yeah. Yep. Why uh, is that? Why can't they get a radio to work when they're coming in? Well, we got to get our satellites. We got to get more satellites out there. And we, we haven't got enough satellites yet to cover that span of uh, uh, radio frequency. Uh, kind of like, you know, you have UHF and VHF here on Earth. Uh, yeah. Uh, high frequency and very high frequency, depending on your altitude. You get over a mountain. See, from space, like, you know, they have to, they're on the other side of the freaking planet. Okay. Which, no, no, no. Yeah, I got the perfect explanation for Independence Day. Remember Independence Day where they hijacked the satellite so they could uh, communicate with each other all around the world? Yeah. See? God damn it. Jeff Goldblum teaches me everything. (laughs) Uh, Change uh, change your apartment. Change (laughs) the world. Yeah, but uh, no, I just thought it was a big deal, man. Now, let me ask you this. My mom, my dad could not recite them. Now, can you name me the four shuttles, the space shuttles, their names? Now, a lot of people don't remember the fifth one. I don't think the fifth one ever flew. It was just like a uh, a model that they had done before, right? Because originally there were five, right? Yeah. So can you, you name a, them all? I do my best. Uh, you have Endeavor. Yep. Uh, you have the Challenger. Yep. Uh, You're missing the other one that burned up in reentry. Yeah, the uh, Challenger. Columbia. Uh, Columbia. Yeah. All right, and then the uh, the last one, which is at the Kennedy Space Center. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, Atlantis. Yes, Atlantis. Now, can you name the fifth one that everybody doesn't really think about? Oh, goodness. Uh, no, not off the hand right now. Enterprise. Enterprise, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, it's just one of those useless facts that I watched. But I, but I also grew up in the backyard of the goddamn space program. Yeah, right. Now. Now, let me ask you about this. Now, with SpaceX, okay, they they had their command control is all at KSC. They're, they're not like the old space program where once it got up in the air, they handed it off to Houston. Is everything based out of KSC? Not necessarily. Uh, you know how you have your ULA, your, uh, <clears throat> ULA launches that are uh, Vandenberg? And they go out of California. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was just letting you. I, I didn't know if you were still talking. I don't know if I lost you. No, they, they also use uh, their facility out in uh, Palmdale, California. Huh. And it, wow. it just, 
it just depends on what type of trajectory they're trying to get with their payload, you know? Yeah. A lot of people, you know, and, and you, can you explain, I, I got the layman's terms of it, but why do they shoot off rockets and shuttles in Florida? Why is it convenient? The government, you know, has to be doing it for a reason. Okay. Uh, uh, based on the space program and everything, there there are contingency landing zones and everything. Uh, the closer you are to the equator, the greater of the push you get from Earth. Yeah, it, because of the way it's spinning, right? Yeah, yeah. If you were to try to launch up in Canada, for instance, like you'd have a lot more. You'd have to have a lot more um, uh, metric ton weight of uh, fuel capability to lift off there to yeah. get it in the. You know, yeah, you'd have to go to a totally different trajectory and everything. Wow, yeah. And also, you know, if you have a problem, the shit will fucking just blow up or go into the ocean, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, that too, yeah. Otherwise, I like mean, China. I, that's another reason I thought that they would do it. Right. But yeah, now, uh, so, more now, push on the earth. Now, you are in the military right i mean you don't have to go into what but, but like you know you don't have to say what you did or whatever but like now now who is in charge of the recovery when that capsule comes back and splashes down is it is it elon's people or does the military do it well it's a co-op i mean you got the coast guard out there uh, and you got elon's crew out there as well you know they got they got the boat obviously that picks it up like the, the the boat that picks up the capsule they recovered it today and it's it's mostly SpaceX crew but you know Coast Guard is there you know. just to help out right yeah that stuff and then did you see like you know I guess they had leaked where they were going to be landed did you see all the like news crews and stuff that were out there in boats and shit today. Yeah, and also, also the military will be out there in F-18s patrolling airspace. Now, why is that? Is it just in case like enemies don't like try to shoot our shit out of the sky or something, or is that just like protection? It's the same reason that the the you remember when they launched out on uh, the twenty eighth or 29th? Oh yeah, we saw all of those big ass jets go by, like armored vehicles right behind the Teslas escorting them to the shuttle runway now why 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 is that a thing well yeah of course your your answer is correct yes is protect is protect from any enemies foreign and domestic and you know who knows who could who could try to jump in that you know jump in that vehicle or whatever if they didn't have that in place you know it's a big area did you hear anything about this um rocket that russia shot out of a fucking satellite or what or is that conspiracy theory stuff I've been hearing a little bit about that. Like, like they're actually arming satellites where they can shoot shit. Yeah. Well, up in space, you don't really have to worry about shooting shit as much as you have to worry about another spacecraft that can maneuver and push another spacecraft out of its orbit. And that's all it really has to do up there. Um, you know, that that's the satellite. That's the new world uh, warfront is in space. You know, do you like do do I mean do uh do you support I mean I I'm not the biggest fan of Trump but I I like the space force it's a great idea in my opinion takes a lot of pressure off the air force now how 
polluted is space around the orbit of the Earth. I, I've seen where they did a map of all the satellites and stuff, and it uh, looks pretty crowded. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's there's so many. Uh, I, I forget the website you can go to, but you can go to the website and, like, you know, see how much, you know, debris is, is in. Yeah, it's, it's almost like the oceans. You know how the oceans are polluted, getting polluted now by, you know, you see all these little, you know, pictures of, like, flybys over the oceans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just like that in space, and they they have to have plans in place. Like for instance, when that one uh, uh, Indian uh, spacecraft was shot down, you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, they blew their blew their own satellite up in space, and now there's contingencies and um, orbital procedures to keep from running into that debris. Now, if so, kind of, did you watch the movie Gravity with Sandra Bullock? Yes. Now, any, I mean, kind of like that. One satellite, it's like a chain reaction. It hits other things. Because shit's traveling pretty fast around Earth. Right. It could pin, it could pin, yeah. And based on their altitude and uh, synchronous orbit, like if they're in a geosynchronous orbit or, you know, a polar, you know, whole orbital uh, path. Yeah. You know, that can, that can affect things. But if they're in a geosynchronous uh, orbit, they kind of, has a better chance, I guess you could say, versus the space uh, station, you know, which orbits yeah. the Earth. Yeah. Yeah. So and I was reading this in the space station. It's I think it's only funded for a couple more. Well, I'd like to see it continue. I mean, because there's so much uh, equipment up there, and it's the biggest laboratory we have, you know, on Earth. Yeah, but but I but I also feel like you know that's another thing. Like I said, not the biggest fun in Trump, but. He's right. Like, why are we responsible for paying way more than everybody else to fund the fun stuff? Well, they all they all have their international contracts and uh, you know their own um, uh, trade trade uh, rules on their ship. They're sending up. Uh, but like Elon's basically Elon's responsible for like stocking the goddamn shelves on the International Space Station. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just wish people would take the space program a little bit more seriously. I mean, they're just taking, they're just using Elon's technology to take, you know, humans to space right now. I mean, they're still using Soyuz for cargo missions. They're still, you know, China's launching their shit. Uh, North Korea's, you know, trying to enter the space program, they say. But I think it's more of a Mm -hmm. test system for their new you know, nuclear missile. Uh, Japan uh, has uh, space programs. Like, it's a multinational contract. You know, like, every everybody, every country has projects. But the only thing that we're worried about right now in the United States is that uh, for the first time in over, you know, 10, you know, in a, over the decade, we're sending humans back to space. Yes. Contractually, not through the government. Oh, man. The government well, hasn't shut down. We're still launching people to space. Yeah. I mean, we can be considered a superpower if, we're, if we have to rely on other countries to get to space. Right. Now, I didn't realize talking to you on the phone. God damn, you sound a lot like Gene Lasker sometimes when you get in the conversation. You, you kind of you, you, you get like a little bit of a Gene Lasker uh, accent to you. Yeah, how about it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, all right, man. Well, listen, it was good talking to you. Thank you for giving me a little bit of your time to talk you about talk this space about, program and stuff. You want to What's talk that? about the? Did you want to talk about the new mission to Mars, the helicopter? Yes, I want to talk about that a little bit now. All right, are we really sending a space helicopter to Mars? Yes, we are, and it's 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 been developed. You know, here's the thing. How Mars does that work in a different atmosphere with less gravity and all that stuff? How do they even like calibrate something like that? Uh, based on science and everything. Uh, so basically, you know, you've seen all these little like DJ Mavics and like all these little tiny like you know drones. They have like yeah. maybe like inch, three inch blades, and they control them, you know, based on the speed of the motors and stuff. So. Imagine trying to fly a helicopter, like a real helicopter, at 100,000 feet. Okay? So the atmosphere there is a lot, a lot thinner than this. So these blades on this helicopter, it's, you know. Should be less power and energy, though, right? Because you're not having to lift as much. A one-kilogram copter, they would use, a, like, a four-foot blade. So it's over a meter, 1.4-meter blade instead of a, you know three inch or four inch blade yeah just based on weight and everything and it rotates at about three thousand rpms to keep it afloat so i mean but okay it, it could be just you know it could go up there and it's not that's not the whole mission the whole mission is uh, uh perseverance like yeah. there's a new rover that's gonna you know that's gonna fly off of and perseverance is a has a lot more sensors on it a lot more upgrades. It's got a laboratory that takes samples and, and like you know, just like a mil, like a million dollar milling machine that can uh, change tools out. It will drill, move the fucking tool back and put the material up in the up into the sample uh, bay to hold it. So I mean, even if the copter doesn't work, you know. You know what? Mission, you know what blew my mind? And they were making a big deal about, oh, we, we have a microphone on this new Explorer that's going to Mars. And I'm like, um, when you guys sent up Curiosity, you guys didn't think to put a microphone on the goddamn thing back then? You know, what if that was like a five a $5,000, you know, upgrade, <laughs> you know? Yeah, but they're acting like a microphone is some new technology and shit. What if they had like Dr. Dre playing some like beats up there? Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. or or playing David Bowie "Life on Mars." <clears throat> yeah. So, with the uh, uh, Perseverance mission, you know, once they gather samples and stuff, and you're talking about a rendezvous earlier today. Uh, so, what's going to happen is the, the orbital spacecraft that goes around the planet is going to pick up that. It's going to so we're actually going to physically bring specimens back. Right. Now, you would think, uh, you know, if you're just going to send a robot to Mars, why not let that robot that's going to go to Mars, you know, collect samples itself and then launch itself back? Yeah. You know, but what they're planning on doing is collecting samples from that rover that's already been there and bringing it back via that vehicle and launching it off the space out of Mars's atmosphere. And it's going to catch a ride on another satellite. And come back in about you know so many so much distance to Earth, it's going to catch another satellite and ride back. Man, we're fucking with some stuff. I don't think it's a good idea, man. You think 2020 was bad? What's going to happen when we bring back fucking Mars germs? 
<clears throat> and and they get you, in our atmosphere and they come alive and we all you, die of mars aids well I, screw mars aids i mean uh you know the navy's already telling you there's uh aliens and vehicles that are actually on earth from another planet oh yeah we got whoa yeah we got alien technology for sure oh, yeah. i know for a fact got to yeah i watched the uh, uh bob lazaro thing on uh Joe Rogan, you, you heard that the guy worked at Area 51. No, but I it, let me guess. Did Joe was he did he take a hit of DMT before he did the interview and and fucking talked out of his mind? Uh, no. no uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, he's really calm, cool, collected about everything. Yeah. Crazy I don't know, though. man. I don't. I don't want to be that conspiracy theory guy. Yeah. But like some of them know, like yeah, I I yeah. don't want to be like Sean Raz. I don't want to be like uh, uh fucking Art Bell or George Nori or any of those people. So I don't know, man. I believe in it. I guess. You there? Yeah, I'm still here. All right, cool. So, all right, man. Well, listen. I really, really appreciate you taking the time to speak with me, and we need to do this more. I wanna, I wanna start talking more about the space program because I think Elon, Elon's gonna make Central Florida like his new home. I could see him moving Tesla here because he's getting fed up with California's bullshit. Yeah, he got the hell out of California. You know who else got the hell out of California? Uh, Joe Rogan. Oh yeah, he's moving to Texas. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, Joe will like it in Texas better because Joe likes going out and fucking hunting. And, well, hey, so. buddy. Well, it's good to talk to you, man. When you guys, uh, if you guys want to come down for another launch, let me know. Oh, for sure. These uh, steaks and lobster are sizzling right now, so I got to get to that. <laughs> Is that a PT Cruiser down by the lake? Oh, no, wait. It's the Tuttle Podcast Studio. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. StitchYouUp specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let StitchYouUp help you with your logo design. Visit StitchYouUp.com. Or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. All right, guys, hope you enjoyed today's show. Going to get back more into the swing of things starting out tomorrow. Not the show that you're hearing today, which is actually Monday. I'm talking about Tuesday. I'm going balls to the wall. I'm going to be doing 50-minute to an hour shows on a consistent basis. My streak is still alive. My my averages are up every single day thanks to you guys for doing that. Because without you, I would not be where I'm at today. Email me, Tuttle at gmail.com or go to my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E dot net. When you go to that website, you're going to find all the links. The links to my YouTube page, the links to all my podcasts. 
Whatever it may be, everything involving my life will be found at Tuttle.net. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Share, like, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast was brought to you by Total Wireless of Palm Bay, StitchYouUp.com, PocketPairClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions, Facebook.com slash CCA Productions Presents. Show voiceover services brought to you by jcvoiceoverservices.com. That guy's got a goddamn sexy voice. You should hire him. If you want to help support the show, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? You want to let Tuttle know he's being a dick? Go to Tuttle at gmail.com. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds dot net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Yo, Terry, fuck going on?